what kind of bird this is. I don't think. make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. You know the trouble with me? I appeal to everyone who can do me absolutely no good.
güey. Already started. No, are we live right now? We live. No. We live. Okay, We've been live no. ever since five. No, do the thing. Do the thing. Do the, do the good morning Aurora thing. Uh, uh, oh no. Uh, it's good morning going. Aurora. Good morning Aurora. It's the freestyle for ya. Good morning Aurora. Please, please let this stop. Please. Uh, Jeanette says she wants to rap. So I was like, why? You already got a new cat in your house. Pissing the mouse all down the carpet. And don't you know what the dog just, uh, not gonna say that. Gotta keep it neutral. Can't use profanity on the mic. You tuning in to the best morning show. It's Jeanette explaining with the coffee flow. I'm your coffee bro, your barista. Don't you know what? Sprinkle you like spice on the pizza. We got BTP. Uh, uh, I don't know what... There are so many that. things that rhyme with BCB, though. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. You are back once again on the, well, you know what? Let's, let's be modest today. You're tuning into the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And this <clears throat> is an epi- another episode of Jeanette's Planning here on the most dedicated morning show in the world. I can't say that. Yeah, we're I pretty can, dedicated. I can. Because we still do this for, like, I, no money. I can <laughs> say that. Click. Can't clink. say that. We just, we just coffee clink. We did, but they're paper cups. They're paper cups. They don't make a clink. Good morning to Josue. Good morning to Ben. G-A-M-S. That's right. GAMS. The Great American Morning Show. That's us. Yes, it okay, is. We got news for you guys today. We've got topics. We got things to talk about. We got, We've got, we got dogs of many varieties. We got dogs. We got local politics. We got Snoop. We have BT Pizzle. BTP. Morning, everybody. BT Pizzle. Brent, Brent, the producer. Brent, the in the producer. house <laughs> with the flows. The, right. the background beats for the flows. With a bean laptop. The bean smelling laptop. The yeah. bean smell. We did. We spilled yeah. coffee on it. Good morning to you, Francis, as well. All right. So first things first. Uh, we want to say thank you to all of our fans, listeners, and subscribers. Yes. We want to say thank you very much. First of all, for all you guys who tune in. Yep. Hit the it like, is, hit, hit the, the like. subscribe, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever you are following us on. Yep. And 
we are going to get right into our topics and things that we are going to talk about today. Uh, the first of which, quite important, will be uh, the info on the Dunham STEM Academy. Dunham STEM Academy. That, right? Yeah, so we've been following this story for a little bit now. And uh, what basically what happened is back in 2014, this uh, really neat concept came about over at Aurora University, and they opened the school. Word um, and it was designed to be a STEM academy where um, 50 students from each of four school districts in Aurora could go to would get pulled by lottery and get the chance to go to this school, and then they would also take the teachers from the various school districts. Um, and they would spend some time learning some STEM, like how basically better techniques for teaching kids right. STEM. And then um, the teachers would rotate out of the schools every every few years or so and then supposedly spread um, the their knowledge to the wider, wider school communities, right, to all the four districts, uh, including helping, like, teaching other teachers what, what they have learned and so on. Um, and then in the past uh, couple months, uh, it sounds every um, district in town seems to be uh, giving giving up on this project um, for some reason. And, oh. uh, we're yeah. starting to get more details now about why in, that might be in. happening. Yeah, my computer just died, so that's great. Uh, uh, so we're getting more, uh, more details on what's happening, um, with, with why, what's going on. And, right. uh, so the beacon just, uh, had a story because this is now going to go for a vote in from, in front of the West Aurora school district, um, board, because all of the school districts that participate in this school now need to, to vote on whether or not they're going to dissolve the school and take the funding back. And uh, one of the reasons that is coming out, everyone is saying that it, this school has been amazing for the kids, an amazing opportunity for the right. kids that get to go. Um, but what we're hearing now from the school board, and maybe uh, we can get that quote from from Dr. Craig, the superintendent of the school board, is basically that this is not um, the the teacher portion of it, where the teachers are supposed to go there and then come back to the school district. That part never really materialized. Dr. Craig said that <clears throat> he said the governing board annually review, reviews the performance of the school. Excuse me. He told the West Aurora School Board that questions were raised in August about the accomplishment of the school's broader goals, which were in part to enhance the professional development of area teachers working at the school for a while and to prepare them to return to their school districts as educational leaders. He said that the students are doing well at the school, but that it was designed to impact instruction at the member school districts. Quote, Many of our students do well in the STEM school. By most accounts, it is a unique experience for the roughly 45 to 50 students from each of our districts. However, he said, the school was never intended to be a stand-alone entity, end quote. It was a laboratory for perfecting new methods that could be used to further support STEM learning in the district. That's also a quote. Yeah, so, uh, so this is a real bummer, I think, that uh, this experiment appears to have not taken off to everybody's satisfaction and um you know i'm not an educator and are uh so i don't want to act here like i know what is what is best um because we pay uh really brilliant people uh money to get you know higher de education degrees in how to teach people and run school districts but it does it does seem like uh a an opportunity that is that you know, we're going to miss out on 
as a result of this. So it also says that each district currently spends anywhere from four hundred eighty thousand to five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars per year on the school. Do you think that that had anything? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's operating costs uh, involved with running any school. Right. And the way that this was fun uh, was functioning was each school district uh, kicked money into the school, um, each participating school district. Um, and then Aurora University was also kicking in money. And then they also had like a ton of sponsors from mm. the wider community, um, at least initially. Yo, they check in. And um, the. the who are they checking in from New York? We got we got listeners from New York. Yo, shout out to New York. Hi, New York. We're really glad That's you're here. Oh, it's so real. Ah, uh, it's so real. So so basically, what it, uh, yeah, it's it's an expensive proposition right. to run, and it, it <clears> just <throat> initially there was also a lot of support though from our uh, the businesses throughout the Aurora community that were uh, you know are involved in like the STEM fields, right? So kids would get to go on field trips and things like that. And it, it, the proposal now, let's just move forward to what could be done going forward, right? The proposal now is, well, let's take that money and expand access to STEM classes in the various school districts and their home schools. Okay, fine. That's, that's a good thing to do. I mean, I think we already teach kids math, right. Uh, in the schools, um, but expanding the, the, the opportunities for kids to learn those connections to engineering and, and to, uh, technology and things like that is, will be, that'll be great. And I am all for egalitarianism in, in education and making sure that all kids get the opportunity, not just the fun and not just the kids who got pulled from the lottery. So, so that's excellent. Um, but I just, I'm a, a, what I really want to see, like my hope, uh, and I, I hope that parents will continue to advocate for this in their school districts. I hope the school boards are listening to this and saying like, don't drop the, that component where kids are getting the opportunities to see these like real life examples and to get sponsorship and funding from, from partners, wider partners out in the community, right? So kids going to these uh, these companies and seeing STEM in real life. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Yes. Don't. Yeah. Cue Bill Clinton and the saxophone, right? Going back. Right. Taking it back. Taking it back. That actually wasn't Bill Clinton. That wasn't Bill Clinton? No. Doing the saxophone? No. That far, was his... Far from it. Was he just pretending? <laughs> As, as my whole life, he was covering it. I, I, I my I, whole life. Well, I know I, it's a cover. No, Bill Clinton was covering that song because the song I was singing was not. Wait, Bill Clinton playing a sax at all? But he, but he then he did that at his thing. That may he, be. He, he was certainly the... he was certainly covering. Well, yes, he was covering. <laughs> I'm not saying he wrote the song. But you went to Bill Clinton though. I yes, because <laughs> politics, I am right? incredibly That's just politics. Yeah, <laughs> I'm incredibly politics. uncool. <laughs> and my celebrities are uh, politicians from the early '90s. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But he did the whole. It was a whole thing, and then there's. Hillary Clinton doing the Macarena, that ridiculous. That was horrible. That was awful, right? Like the 90s. It was not as bad. Our music, our our politicians. It was not as bad as George Bush playing drums with the, I think the the delegation from Zimbabwe, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it was uh, cringe. Our politicians have gotten a little bit better with the music, right? Cringe. A little bit better with the music. I think they've gotten better with knowing 
when their moment is if they meet a musician and they're a politician, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, take, you don't yeah. exactly see like like Barack Obama releases his list of like people he loves like in music, but you don't see him like freestyling with exactly. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> exactly. Like Michael Jordan was an excellent basketball player. He sucked on the sock. Yeah. I mean, this is just yeah, right. You don't don't cross just, over, guys. Don't do you've it. Got don't your, do it. Yeah. You've got your you've got your area of expertise. Stick to that. Allen Iverson with a basketball, great rapping. Yeah, hit him with the womp womp. Hit him with the womp. Uh, what do we have? Yes, that one. Yeah. There you go. All right. So you got it. Play to your strengths. All right. Guys. The time is eight eleven a.m. <laughs> and you are listening to and watching Jeanette Splaining, episode five on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. G-A-M-S, baby, G-A-M-S. All right. What's next? Uh, what's next is, so, here's the thing. I got a schedule I'd like to read. A schedule? I got a schedule. Okay, go on. There's a, there's, there's a name. Who I, but I, so, River Edge has a schedule of events coming up. Ah, that schedule. And it goes as follows. Friday, July 9th, there will be one of these nights in Eagles tribute. Tribute band. Friday, July 16th, there will be Tusk. A Fleetwood Mac tribute tribute band. band. Sunday, July eighteenth, there will be Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg and, and Twist. I'm so excited that Snoop Dogg agreed to come yes. back this season. It's so real. You guys, I'm so going real. to realize my dream of so smoking real. with Snoop Dogg. This so is going real. to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to so happen. Real. Don't doubt me, BTP. <laughs> it's so real. Now, um, so we have our friend Josue. Who says that he kept his Snoop Dogg tickets? Shouts out to you, Josue. Good for you. Good for you, brother. Good for you. Good for you. Them. Get yourself some new ones for this year. Right. So it's going to be going down at River Edge Park. Um, but continue on with the schedule. Yeah. Friday, July 30th will be Staying Alive, BG's tribute band. Tribute band. Uh, Friday, August 6th, Hollywood Nights, Bob Seeger tribute band. Tribute band. Friday, August 20th, get the lead out. Tribute band. Or guess what band? Guess what band? Led Zeppelin. It's Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, and Saturday, August Because Led, <laughs> Led is spelled L-E-D, guys. Yeah. That's your cue. You can't see that on, on the podcast. Right, but you should listening. feel it. L-E-D. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, <laughs> August 28th is Poi Dog Ponder. Which, of course, has never played Aurora ever before. That's ever, my first time hearing Except about for them. all of their times that they have played. Really? Yes. This is my first time you hear their name. They have come. They have been. They've played the Paramount a, a few times. So, um, look, I'm not hating. Here's the weird. Here's a. Uh, the thing about booking a space like River Edge Park is that it's so expensive to run the shows that they like there's an and, and you know every music uh, venue ever like across the country is just hemorrhaging money right now like it's just it makes me so sad um so they like Tribute bands, if you are of the younger generation that appreciates authenticity over anything else, you're mm -hmm. probably not super stoked about the tribute bands from, like, the stuff that your dad listens to on 95.9 The River, right? Oh, River Right, rock. right. Oh, hell exactly. yeah, yeah. So, it's all part of my rock and roll fantasy. Yeah, yeah, the, our host is having quite a rock and roll fantasy here with the air guitar right now. Um, So... So, uh, but the thing is, is that these tribute bands, they are less expensive to book than the actual bands, and they still bring out, like, a whole lot of people who then, you know, uh, buy a lot of beer, and uh, and it, it makes 
a lot of money for the venues and they are so hard up that you would have to excuse any uh any booker right now for taking the safe acts right it, right? it could be it could be alvin and the chipmunks yeah it wouldn't matter you know what i'm saying uh, alvin simon theodore can y'all get on stage or the chipettes you know of, of whom i am named after one of them there was a Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeanette the Chipette. Uh, names are spelled differently. You're looking at me. Wait, did I just make a cultural reference that you don't know? Oh, yeah. The nerdy one with the glasses and the ponytail. That's that's my Chipette. Okay. Right there. I'm going to YouTube that. Okay. All right. Yep. Get up on my shit. Cause, <laughs> on, your, on your Chipettes. Yeah. The, yeah. the host can't know what. The, you you got to yeah. be knowing, too, what's going on. Yeah. Because there's, there's a whole other world of female chipmunks, mm. right? The Chipettes. So, um, uh, as always, mm. we get less credit. And are better. Um, <laughs> the chipettes. The oh, chipettes. I got, you. I, got you. So, I got you, my sister. I... So anyway, um, uh, support your local music park because it's a, a really cool space that we are very lucky to have. But you know, if you're not on board with the uh, um, with the tribute bands, then go see Snoop Dogg. I guess right. uh, where I will be. Um, and then hopefully at the after party and the after after party and the after 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 party. Ben says, what? No sticks? Hawkwind? Sorry, that was my flashback to the Paramount circa 1974. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Oh, sorry. Going back. <laughs> time is now 8.16 a.m. And we're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Shout out to Ben. And I'd like to say, hold on. Wait a minute. Hey, Ben. Hold on. You know what? I want to say, got some thank yous real quick, and then we're going to get into the Ooh, next news topic. Let's, oh, yeah. no, we're not. Hold on. Let me start back over. So, for ticket information, go to oh. River Edge Park's website at riveredgeaurora.com or call the box office at 630-896-6666. Yes. And uh, just the more, yeah, just, yep. That's, they ain't got a better that's number. That's the phone number. Dang. That's the phone number so that you remember. Um, but there's the internet, so use that. And um, Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, just a reminder that the internet exists and you don't have to buy tickets on the phone. Thalo Hadel, what up, baby? Good uh, morning to you. Yeah, so support your local m- music park. And the more that they can make money uh, this season, the more we'll see cooler stuff, hopefully, in, in the next season. And, and uh, you know, the way that bookings work is usually there's like a first wave of announcements mm-hmm. and then further announcements later in the season. And it's just, it, this is going to be one of those insane years for every music venue with like, the last minute like oh we can pull off a concert let's let's do this one you know and so we'll probably we may see more additions and subtractions and just movement around during the season don't dunk it don't don't hate at it everyone is trying the best that they can with this insane right word up word up and the pandemic have some patience yeah don't be you know don't be don't be yeah don't be that person just just uh you know go to the music park get get really high and watch some fake Led Zeppelin and some Snoop Dogg. Get perky to your preference. That is, yeah. that, is <laughs> that is my recommendation for enjoying summer of 2021. I agree. The time is now 8.18 a.m. and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And this is Jeanette explaining what the rock uh, You know the trouble with me? I appeal to everyone who can do me absolutely no good. All right. So now let's move on. Let's move on. And I want to say good morning to 
Ben again, and I want to say thank you to the following subscribers: Ben, Kenny, and Ellen. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Yes. Ben. Oh. Ben. Yeah, yeah. And. Kenny, Kenny and Ellen. And Ellen. Yep. Okay, because I was going to say Kelly, but that's not right. That's no. Ken. You were mixing and the two just yeah. based on sound. Yes. Is that I dyslexia? Was... No. No, that's not. No, right. that's a reading thing. Okay. No, I just, my brain doesn't keep things straight this early in the morning. I'm still working through my coffee. Ah. What's our next topic? Our next topic is uh, the Fire Museum's Meat Raffle. Ooh. All right. Uh, the drawings, April 14th at 7 p.m. Okay. Shouts out so to the uh, Aurora Regional Fire Museum. All right, tickets are $25 each. The drawing is going to be on April 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, there's three chances to win. There's a grand prize, the Deluxe Meat Package, $370 value. Second place is the Steak Package, $75 value. And third place is the Griller's Delight. Ooh. Ooh, that's what I said. I do enjoy grilling. Word up. Usually, I egg, usually eggplants, but that's fine. Right. Um... I know I'm an outlier. Go get some. No, meat. no, 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 shit. Grilled <laughs> eggplant is uh, yeah. delicious. No, it's tasty. Yeah. You, so you can grill the eggplant and put it on top of your steak. Word up. Right? You can do all that. All of these are options. All of the above. All right. So that's the Fire Museum uh, piece of news that's going on. Also, Earth Day 2021. The Paramount Theater presents Earth Day on April 24th from 9 a.m. to noon. Meet at North Island Center for Tools and Vest. Stay as long as you like. Uh, North Island Center is located at 8 East Galena Boulevard. Use the hashtag EarthDay2021 to show your pride for our beautiful planet. Now, I will tell you this right now. You will be able to catch your favorite hosts. Hosts. Oh, are we doing this? We All right, we're doing this. We, we, we're going to go. We, it, will, it will happen. Tidy some stuff up for Earth Day. Gerardo, what up? I'm Real really estate guy Simon, what up? Jamerson, what up? A Town Illa, what's happening? Checking them in, checking them in. Good morning on the gram. On the gram. We're, we're on the gram too live. Woo! Hi, guys. Quality Care Cairo. Shouts out. Small Shouts business out. right there. That's right. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Earth Day. Can I just um, uh, Arbor Day follows straight after right. all, all the holidays about the Earth because it's that time of year and it's lovely. And my magnolia tree is in bloom. And uh, who else has just been really happy this week? Like just because because uh, you know everything is terrible, but oh, you no, have yeah. flowers in your yard. I come home and it's it's. It's like an it's, explosion of color. Holy cow! The tree with the pink and all that. Yeah, that's that's that, the magnolia. That's well, yeah. If you're like, if it looks like the one in my yard, then yes. You haven't been over since it, it bloomed, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's the, nice. The really big pink flowers. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So they're not. Oh, technically, we got the same tree. What up? They're not technically flowers. Clink, coffee clink. Right. Uh, so they're not technically flowers on a magnolia tree. Technically, those are a weird kind of leaf, I think, or something. Magnolias yeah. are super weird. But, uh, and sometimes they double bloom. So you might get another bloom in in July. Mm, We always get a double double bloom bloom on ours. Yeah. All right. All right. So we got the double bloom going on. We've got Earth Day happening. And again, the day of Earth Day is uh, April 20, excuse me, April 24th is the day for the cleanup downtown Mm -hmm. uh, presented by the Paramount Theater. Really quick though, how does that work? Do they just wander around downtown specifically or do they just meet there and? Well, uh, my guess would be that we'll meet there and they'll give us some cool vests and then we'll just yeah. go pick up we'll trash. We'll go wandering, all picking up trash. Yeah. All over the city. All yeah. the downtown. Probably down, yeah, walking distance. Gotcha. Is okay. how these work. So then we'll clean up 
you know, along the riverfront and get all the garbage and uh, dodge the, the evil geese, um, who, right. whom I love, but are The evil. geese get evil. They do. All right. Are, <laughs> your, are you renewed for your SNAP benefit? Well, you should be. Yesterday, we posted a uh, link to our friends with the Northern Illinois Food Bank who are reminding folks to check your mail and make sure that your SNAP benefits are renewed. Yesterday, we also pointed or uh, posted the number and the link to go to that on our Facebook page. It is literally the next post down from this post right now. Please check that out. And the next piece of news that we've got are 2,500 Pfizer vaccinations <gasps> will be available this Tuesday at the Fox Valley Mall. Y'all know how much I love vaccinations. Exactly. I've we've been telling them. you guys about this for a while now, for a while. Uh, but you must log on today at 2 p.m. to try to get a link to make an appointment. There's usually They're usually gone in the first 15 minutes. You must live in Aurora. You can go to the uh, Facebook page of Aurora Business United or the City of Aurora's Facebook page for information. Yeah. Also, so free pop-up food pantry. My bad. My bad. Hold on, sister. No, no, that's fine. I was just going to offer people more options for finding out Give about vaccines. Give us more vaccines. options. Claps. Where the clap? Hit, so, hit it with the clap. Because here's, here's, because here's the thing. Uh, if you sign up for the city of Aurora, like uh, props to the city of Aurora for being on top of the noted, like the text notifications about vaccine appointments, because they have even started notifying people about vaccine appointments in other places. Right. So I was able to get a friend like a vaccine in like Plano or something like this week. Um, so it, uh, you know, if you're willing to travel to like the, they'll let you know where every, where all of the options are. So, uh, so you can go to the city of Aurora's website, sign up for the text alert. I think it's called Aurora alert. Um, the city's website is really confusing when it comes to the Aurora alerts and the update Aurora's and the many, many things all named, uh, Aurora something, but Aurora alerts is the text messages. And then you will, you will get text messages. You'll also get other annoying ones probably, um, right. but the vaccine ones are super important. So like sign up for it. And then also you get like road closures and stuff like that occasionally. So. Um, go get your shots. We're live on Instagram too. Shouts out if you're tuning in on the gram, if you're tuning in on the gram. Okay. okay. There's also a free pop-up food pantry at Sacred Heart Church today. Uh, Sacred Heart's located at 755 Fulton Street in Aurora. Uh, it's at 3 p.m. This is going to be a drive-through, no-contact uh, pop-up. Shouts out to Sacred Heart Church and all of those involved in such a great endeavor. The oh, time, fabulous! Yes, I love seeing churches doing you know the I work do, of I do too. of the church and feeding people and whatnot. The time is now 8:26 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Jeanette's planning on the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Hit him with the clap, baby. Hit, hit him with that. We're really having a lot of fun with this right. sound effect. That's a real... Yeah, that's, that's the, the live audience <laughs> in the era of COVID that we've crammed into this, right. um, this studio. You know they ended with 100 people, right? Yeah, like, oh, totally. All right. <laughs> Don't tell the governor. <laughs> All right. Next news item. Real quick, you guys. Get this to you. Uh, the Funnel Cake Fundraiser. Ooh, so I our funnel cake. Yep. Our friends of the Fox Valley United Way are teaming up with uh, Windy City Amusements. So this month and next month, May, Thursday through Sundays 
um, from noon to 8 p.m. in the parking lot, 900 North Lake Street. Okay, so there. so we, is that that's uh, uh, Northgate? Word. Right. Yep. Okay, so we go to Northgate Plaza. Yes, funnel cakes, we fried get some funnel Oreos, cake. and Twinkies. Oh god! So we go to Northgate Plaza. We get some diabetes, <laughs> but we support a great cause. But you support Fox Valley United Way, which uh, does a lot of good stuff. Yeah, the United Way is amazing because of what they exist to do is basically be a one-stop shop for funding other organizations in town. So, like, you donate to the United Way, and then they are able to distribute those funds to all kinds of organizations. Um, that you care about and it it really is very helpful for those organizations to like have a steady stream of funding so yes and funnel cake so i i am big fan of of fair food do you like your funnel cake powdered or unpowdered Ooh, definitely powdered or with the cinnamon sugar mix either one oh speaking of fried dough options too art in market is this weekend at Society 57. That's is right. that on the list? I don't know if that's on the news list, but I'm telling you about it yep. now. Um, we're yep. skipping. Sorry, I'm throwing off the mm-hmm. rotation. So uh, Art and Market is this weekend at Society 57 on Saturday. It's 9 to noon. Yes. Yes. And um, the the powder, the deep fried dough connection is that um, Dick's Mini Donuts is always there and it always smells amazing. And I buy mini donuts for all the baristas at the cafe and we just like gorge on mm. fried dough covered in sugar. So, but it's also all of the, um, not all, but a good portion of the uh farmer's market vendors that you see uh, there. So if you are a person who likes to buy very like hyper local meats and and um and fish and they, there's like a flower vendor and then they have some artists there selling stuff too so it's an amazing time come out i'll probably be there nice yeah all right and then uh there is a community blood drive being hosted by the fox valley united way as well fabulous it's called giving the gift of life yep. that'll be april 15th from noon to 6 p.m at 1240 north highland avenue in aurora there is a uh link uh for a sign up and that has been posted the last two days i'll post that again for you guys in this uh detailed description of our show saturday april 10th city aurora is hosting another electronics recycling drive through event which will be held from 8 a.m to noon the location is 201 north river street and it's open to aurora residents only id is required and all residents must register yeah your cousin jimmy who knows whoever is Cannot not going to be sufficient. No, you got to register. Not going to be sufficient. But you can. Your cousin Jimmy can probably put some things in your car, and then you can go if you're the Aurora resident. You yeah. got to, but you got to register. Word up. Are they taking TVs? Did they mention the TVs? They are taking TVs because the TVs are tricky, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to to get recycled. So, all right. And then there's small. Uh, there's SBA news uh, to give you guys quick updates. So PPP deadline has been extended to May 31st. Oh, that's fabulous. This year. Yes, it is. All President right. Joe Biden signed the PPP Extension Act of 2021. It's a law. Extending the Paycheck Protection Program an additional two months to May 31st. All right. Can we get the claps for that, We baby? get the claps. Yeah, hit the... There we go. Yeah. So, yes, if you are unfamiliar with the PPP, it's the Paycheck Protection Program. Right. Uh, if you are a small business um, and you are eligible, it's a forgivable loan. So, like, it's a loan, but so long as you actually do the things that they tell you to do, they'll forgive it, and you don't have to pay it back. It can cover payroll costs for your employees. So, um, 
and and other essential uh, business functions to keep you going as this pandemic continues to drag on. Right. It just keeps going. All right. Uh, the SBA defers all disaster loan payments until 2022. They announced on March 12th that uh, extended deferment periods for all disaster loans until uh, you know, next year. The SBA will extend the first payment due date for disaster loans made in 2020, 24 months from the date of the note, and to 18 months from the date of the note for all loans made in calendar year 2021. Fabulous. So where can they go for more information on all that? Well, I got like two more. I'm going to do them quick. Oh, my God. There's so much going on. If you're a small business, you should be listening to this all right now. Yes, you should. All right, here we go. Uh, The Shuttered Venue Operators Grant application uh, is open. The U.S. SBA will begin accepting applications for the SVOG program on Thursday or yesterday. So interested applicants can go to the application portal in anticipation of the program open date, SBA.gov. And if you sell food or drinks, there is a grant coming up called Restaurant Revitalization Fund. There is no date for this fund yet, but it will have priority groups 51% owned by one or more individuals who are women, veterans, or socially or economically disadvantaged. The business should be in operation, should have been in operation 2019, and have not closed permanently. Please visit sba.gov for more information. And a lot of times, these programs that are economically disadvantaged to are are based on zip code too, or like geographic area. So be sure, even if you're like, well, I don't know if I qualify for that, just at least go check it out and see. Right. Word up. You know, I was uh, I was thinking. What were you thinking? Should people run for stuff? For stuff. Yeah, what? Like offices? Yeah. What's, like yeah, what like you, what uncontested you, offices? Yeah, what is your... That were all over my ballot on Tuesday? Do you have an opinion? I do. As it so happens, I do have an opinion about this. <laughs> so uh, for, the, for the five people who actually voted uh, on Tuesday <laughs> in Aurora, um, you may have noticed that your ballot uh, was sad. It was a sad, sad ballot. Um so I was working the uh, one. I'm an, I'm a Kane County election judge. God mm-hmm. help me. It's a 15 and a half hour day. Uh, and during that 15 and a half hour day, a uh, hundred and five people voted at my polling place. So that's not good. That's like 10 an hour or something like that. It's sad. Dismal. I was so bored, you guys. And it was 77 degrees and beautiful outside. And I was stuck inside a banquet hall, like helping Almost nobody vote. So, like, the death of democracy. Thank you, Womp Womp Trump. Right, right. So. It was a perfect Womp Womp moment. It was, <laughs> it was super sad. Um, and so, you know, this is the time of year now where the clerks come out and they say, oh, this is so pathetic, nobody votes. And then the newspapers come out and they say, oh, this is so pathetic, nobody votes. And they go to the voters and they're like, why don't you all vote? Um and the answer, I mean, there's lots of reasons. There's always voter access issues, although, you know, we've expanded early voting and mail-in voting mm-hmm. in this area. And so, like, there's only so many ways that, like, look, we haven't tried my democracy sausage idea from Australia. And I feel like we need to revisit the idea of letting people set up hot dog shop, like, stands outside of the polling places. Right. <laughs> but, um, uh, but there's only so many access issues uh, that that like and barriers 
that and I, without going into the whole like Georgia disaster that's going on this week, voting rights in Georgia, uh, there, there's only so many uh, things you can do to take barriers out of the way if people really just don't care, right? Like if nobody cares. And why does nobody care? Because like these are that like there's nothing exciting on this ballot right now. So or there wasn't on Tuesday. So um, on my ballot, I had uh, there were mm, over a dozen different races to vote in. Mm -hmm. And of those, only three actually were contested races where I had a choice between people. So the the you know the mayor's race, uh, which we've talked a little bit about on this show, there there was a race there, the alderman at large race, um, which Ur, uh, Mayor Irvin won again. The alderman at large race, uh, it, that was that was a contested race, and that was Warman was the winner. Round Warman won. Yep, there, yeah. and <clears throat> uh, the Wabanzi Community College Board, there was a contested race there. Um, and everything else was, you know, uh, in my district on my ballot. So the ward two race, nobody ran against, um, Alderman Garza, uh, township supervisor. There was a democratic primary, but the Republicans haven't bothered to run anybody in the township in years because it's a heavily democratic area. Um, that's the township supervisor, the township clerk, the township assessor, the highway commissioner, the trustees. All of these elected officials, which I don't even know that we actually need the township, but whatever, they're there. So and nobody voted on voted for them or, or had anyone ran against them. Uh, the Fox Valley Park District, they have an at large uh, position where there were no candidates. So a write in candidate ended up winning that. Um, the library board, there were only five candidates to run for seven seats. The regional school board, there was no candidate for one seat and only one, um, one candidate for two seats uh, in another another seat. Uh, the East Aurora school board, there were only two candidates for three positions. Uh, and the water reclamation district, one fella named Brown ran uncontested to clean the poop out of your water. And I just can't get over um, the poop joke that's inherent in a guy named Brown running for the poop. Uh, district, but anyway, <laughs> um, but good for you, civil servant Randall Brown. I'm really, really happy that someone uh, did run, but there's no, there's no, there's no contest. And if there's no contest, there's nobody talking about the issues, the very real issues that face the school board, that face the water reclamation district, that face the library. Like, like there are things happening in schools and in libraries and in townships and all of these these uh, small units of government that really affect our everyday lives. Mm. And nobody is talking about them because nobody is running for anything, right? So, you know, we have a newspaper. The newspaper sometimes covers some of these things. I don't remember the last time the newspaper went to, you know, a water reclamation district meeting or a, or a park boards meeting or anything like that, right? Because our newspapers... Uh, even our reporters who care deeply are just drastically underfunded, like underpaid, don't have the resources to be able to cover all these things, right? So the people who are the most vocal are the ones who are paying attention, running for these offices, and and then going around during campaign season going, do you know what's happening on the library board? Do you know what's happening in your school district? Like, this is crazy and it needs to be fixed and nobody is doing that. So nobody in our community is hearing about the issues 
that are facing all of these boards that affect right. your schools and your libraries. Are we playing the clip? Don't play the clip. You know the trouble with me? No. I appeal to no, everyone. No, wrong clip. Oh, that totally B- BTP fired. You're going to get Totally the wrong. He's not fired. The whole we move. Don't pay <laughs> I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. Ah, uh, the Reagan. Yeah, yeah. The Reagan bomb. So, but uh, let's talk about inexperience on a, on a for a school board race or a library board race or mm. all of these things. Guess what? You don't need experience. Like nobody knows what they're doing on these things. You learn about the issue and then you run and then you just do it. And then you learn and you figure things out and you try to do it better. But surely I'm with you. You know, I'm with you. But surely even the slightest grain of administrative background would be. It would be really helpful if the people who you ran know, for things knew Barber, how to run things. If you, if you go from Barber to King County Board Chair, <laughs> certainly that would be. Um. Look, yeah, I I want really shout out to all the barbers who want to get politically involved. Right. I really want smart people, uh, who are who care about their communities to run for things. Um. I. It, um that's it that's 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 actually what i was going for i and whatever walk of life you come from you're probably smart enough to do this absolutely absolutely if you if you put in the time to learn about the issues and if you care and if you care and i think that what i my point here is that it's almost a a caring is like the number one thing that we need in this community right now. More than experience. More than experience is we need people who actually give a flying patoot, since I'm not allowed to swear this early in the morning on this show, uh, (laughs) about about these issues. So so (laughs) rather rather than uh, lambasting all y'all who did not vote on Tuesday because you did not know that there is an election, I want to give you some concrete steps to actually run for things next time around. So the consolidated election happens every two years, and it's all of these positions we talked about. It's mayor and aldermen, and that's kind of like, those are some pretty big jobs, but like it's also like park district board and library board and regional school board. Do you all know what the regional school board does? Probably not. Uh, Homelessness education is one of them. Right. Uh, but like a lot they do you know like there are all of these uh these boards that are totally accessible and important and like that affect your everyday life that affect what you can check like what what programs and uh services are offered by the library and how equitable it is for people to get access to uh, the library sure. right like sure. Or the quality of the schools that you send your kids to, right? Yeah. Which then in turn affects like the whole quality of your neighborhood because of the way that we fund uh, local property taxes, fund schools, and then it turns Absolutely. into this really unequal disaster. So if you, I don't care if you don't know anything about these issues now, you all have two years. This is my, this is my rallying cry to the listeners of this show, and by the way, if you listen to this show, uh, 
you already have more information than most of the people, than most of the people in Aurora, right? Because we're actually like talking about things and we're meeting people via this show. With a link that actually With the link exists, to the information. And we're probably going to be there volunteering. Canebacks, all right. of it. All if of you it. are listening to this show, consider yourself an informed Auroran. And thank you very much. Oh, yes. Also that. But, but I want you to A... Go look at your sample ballot, even if you didn't vote this past week, and uh, like start to understand what are all the things that you could be because running for. Because if you can vote on it, like if it's on your ballot, you can run for it. Right. Uh, and then I want you to and and to find your sample ballot, you just you go to your county clerk's website. So you know, King County Clerk, Google it. Google King County Clerk's sample ballot. Right. It'll come right up. Like you just type in your name. And your and your address and your ballot comes up. I want you to look at all of those races that had nobody running for them, and then I want you to consider what is the thing mm-hmm. I care about here. Right. Uh, and then I want you to run for something. So uh, there are lots of um, uh, books. I recently I'm I'm in the middle of reading a book called Run for Something by Amanda uh, something or other. I just had her name up right now. Um, it's a, uh, and I can't log into my computer because that's, Aww. that's, that's the, that's our podcast. Amanda Littman. Um, and she, uh, the, this, the author of this book run for something was, she was, a uh, she worked on the Hillary Clinton campaign back when that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it takes a really progressive bent, but I think that it, it's kind of a useful rallying cry for basically anybody who right. really cares about like their local issues. And if you, uh, the if you are in this is not running for senate this is not running for like the u.s house of representatives you do not need a bajillion dollars you probably need like five dollars like to make some like postcards or something it's really not and you'll get to meet all kinds of cool people and you'll get to like uh learn how your local government works run for something but I am telling you right now, my personal invitation, go run for an office. I am also telling you, run for something. Mm-hmm. I'm just adding yes. that when you knock on doors and you canvas, be firm in whatever it is you're standing on. Yeah. Don't come to the door with the wishy-washy, oh, well, it's complicated. Nah. No. Nah. Here's what you're going to do. What is, Right. You're going to, you're going to. Even I don't know is a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, here's what you're going to do. You're going to look at your sample ballot. You're going to go, I care about this thing. Exactly. Right. Uh, And then you're going to learn everything about it. And then you're going to go knock on doors and say, I'm running for this thing. And I think we should uh, do X, Y, Z. Because I got a front porch now. Yeah. And if you come knocking on the door, you can have a seat. I got, and we can shop it. I got time to listen. Uh, I got a front porch too. It's got a smelly stray cat on it at the moment. Long right. story. Um, right. Mine got flowers. Did you have flowers? Uh, yeah, but it also has a smelly stray cat. Yeah. So, do we want to move on to the <laughs> the pet issue? Okay, so uh, run for something. Run for something. All right. That's um, your homework for the for the for the next year. Yeah. Find something to run for. Year <laughs> two. Yes. Yeah. So you have time. You have two years before the next election. For the next consolidated election. I want all of you who listen to the sound of my voice about what we're going to read next. Aurora Alderman on the Rules Administration and Procedures Committee, RAP, 
got their first look this week at a proposed regulatory ordinance concerning the sale of animals that is possibly a one-of-a-kind measure. But at least one committee member said the proposed ordinance regulating sales of dogs, cats, and rabbits in the city is not what Aurorans want. Okay. So here's the tie-in to the straight cat, yeah. right? That's on my front porch. Named yeah. Pascal. And if you want a cat, I have this extra cat for you. Just yeah. Let, let me know. Now we're selling cats on Friday. And we're not selling. We're, oh, we're giving away. Well, yes. Oh. To someone who's willing to keep this <laughs> injured and... Um, because we don't, I don't, we don't sell pets. We don't. Oh yeah, that's so, right. Right. So that's what this ordinance is all about, right? And give me the look. Um, no, no, I was giving myself the light. We can't be telling the people to give pets. Curtis, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> we don't sell animals on this show. We don't sell animals yeah. on this show. We, we find, we rehome animals in need of good homes. Exactly. And so, uh, the pet, uh, the pet sales ordinance is back, uh, before the rules committee. And this is the ordinance we have talked about previously on this show that would ban commercial pet sales in pet stores. Correct. Yep. Um, and if you are like me and are for some reason on every political text message thing ever, uh, you've probably gotten text messages saying like, uh, no, the ban on pet sales is horrible and we love puppies and want to sell them. And that, that, that's, that somehow, uh, us selling puppies, uh, doesn't like create a puppy mill issue. Guess what it does. So, um, uh, but there's lots of, lots of political, um, uh, uh, What's it? What's it called when you go and and harass the uh, the politicians and you pay someone to go harass the politicians? Lobbying. There's a lot of lobbying happening happening around this pet store issue. Uh, so the 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 rule, the ordinance that is being considered would ban commercial pet sales in pet stores, and this is designed to stop the um, demand for puppies from puppy mills and you know these horrible living conditions of these dogs that uh can basically stand up in their cage but never have to be let out of their cage their entire lives right, right? that's that's your puppy mills mom is in this cage for her entire life just being bred over and over and over again and like if you've ever been a pregnant woman, like maybe just think about it from that perspective. Like, right? Nobody wants to be pregnant their whole lives. So, um, uh, so there's there's now we're starting to get into all this politics or this political lobbying where it's clouding the the basic issue of do pet stores um, contribute to puppy mills? And uh, I just want to review a couple of the organizations that have said, yes, absolutely. Uh, if you puppies, you should be able, if you are ever buying a puppy, you should have access to that puppy's mother and see the conditions that she is living in directly. Right. Like, um, so the ASPCA um, has come out in very much in favor of um, these bans on commercial, uh, on commercial pet sales mm -hmm. in, in pet stores. Um, the uh, Humane Society of America has come out in favor of these kinds of ordinances, like the one that we're considering now right. that would ban these sales. Um, Pause Chicago, which is the big like no kill like attempt in Chicago to uh, again with the shelters and all that, they're in favor of these. So, um, so don't let a whole bunch of lobbying confuse this issue, right? If you cannot 
see the mother of the dog that you are considering buying, you do not know the conditions that she is living in, and they are probably worse than you would ever provide for your own pet. After four months of studying regulations, Alderman Patty Smith of the 8th Ward said 95% of emails from Aurorans to committee members favor a humane pet ordinance, similar to what hundreds of cities across the country have passed, including neighboring Naperville. Quote, what was set before us today was a regulation ordinance, but I want to see a humane ordinance, a choice. It's what our residents have been asking for, end quote. A regulatory ordinance provides the potential for pet, for pet source to continue to sell animals through a retail setting, albeit in a highly regulated atmosphere, while a humane ordinance, in effect, bans the retail sale of animals, although it allows stores to partner with rescue organizations or shelters. And even that, um, that allowance. So sometimes you'll see this at like PetSmart or whatever, right? They'll do the, the, they'll have pets there for adoption, right? From the various shelters. Um, even that can be exploited sometimes, right? Sometimes you'll see like, quote unquote, like, uh, fake rescues pop up and they're really just like oh, a cover. Yeah. Um, but just because the people are exploiting loot hole, loopholes doesn't mean that putting the law in place in the first place isn't a good uh, step forward, right? We're all we're talking sp- steps forward to a more humane society. I remember where I grew up. Well, not far from where I grew up. Like, I remember there was, I don't know, like a bunch of guys are getting arrested by cops outside of a school. And uh, the school had been like a bad word, but they were in there. It was like a dog breeding God, and fighting factory. Of course, and I remember it was. I was really young, and I remember yeah. thinking to my because all I saw was people being arrested at a school, and it wasn't a school day. And I remember asking my dad, like, "What's going?" On? He was like, "They're not fighting dogs." And I was like, "What?" And that was like my first, like, even you know, that was my first thought of like something other something with a dog yeah. other than just like it a being, lovable animal it being, being a cuddly like yeah, guy yeah. like hanging out in your bed with you yeah, yeah or protecting your house my neighbor's dog on the street was a mean dog you know like sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. i okay. never even yeah. dreamed that people would be like so fighting animals and in, in, in confined spaces so which is not what we're talking about but right. we, i think we are speaking about like like humanity and the end of cruel treatment to animals to, is kind of universal. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, you know, um, I, I am an optimist on the really, really grand scale and like to believe that we're headed toward the, a society that um, treats the least among us, um, you know, uh, with some kind of, uh, you, you know, humanely. And that's, uh, in all all manner, right? Like so, um, there's there's this like arc of of humanity, right? This is the this is the arc of society of humanity that like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. is talking about, right? and he's talking right. Like we bend towards justice, and uh, I don't want to conflate like civil the civil rights of humans with like the the rights of animals i think like that that's not um no this is that's yeah. that's not that but I, like you know when you start thinking about and the grand scale of things all of life right? right when you approach all of life with like what if dignity what if like care like right. what if like love i think uh when you start th- when you can have empathy for 
um, animals, right? You can have empathy for for anybody, and all of society gets better. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. The time is 8.54 a.m. and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. This is another episode of Jeanette Splaining. Mm-hmm. And the link that we're talking, or excuse me, the article that we're talking about uh, has been posted on the in beginning, the chat. Yeah. Yep. Yes. About the uh, city council so, draft committee meeting. Yeah. So shout out to Alderman Patty Smith for um, loving cute furry animals. Yeah. And uh, Word up. Shout yeah. out to Alderman Smith. So what's next? What's next? What's next? What's so we the... talked about dogs. We did. We talked we... about Snoop Dogg. We did. We talked about, did we cover everything? Is that our did. day? I think we covered everything. Okay, we yeah. told people to go run for office. We did. Yeah. And we got five minutes to spare. Oh, shoot. Are you going to freestyle again? Hit the beat. Oh, no. Hit the beat. Hit oh, it. no. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> what did I Hit do? Hit the beat. Hit the beat. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we should probably, before we do that, though, tell people uh, about some of the ways that they can support the podcast. I can do both. Okay. All right. Are we going to do that as a freestyle? We are. Oh, we is. I have established a we challenge of which I will take no part. No, you have to. No. You have to. What are okay. you talking about? Oh, no. Uh. Got the beat going. Going to tell people. Yeah. Uh. About the ways they can support the podcast. How they can find us. The sun won't blind us. www.goodmorningaurora.com It's the bomb. If you go to the advertise page, you can learn all about how to get your business a shout out. Uh, Oh, see, I did it. You did it. You did it good. We're the best podcast in your neighborhood. East, west, down, and to downtown. Don't you know? It weighs more than 10 pounds. It's 856, and we are in the mix. I've totally lost it. Uh, but-, but I found it. If you want to reach out to us, you can hit the SUBS subscribe button and get to know us. You can flow us and show us your history and your facts. Don't you know we sharp? Like an axe, but we not chopping down trees. It's Earth Day. And you know, May 11th, Good Morning Aurora's birthday, so get ready to party. We're going to be at McCarty Mills with no Bacardi, because they got craft beer, liquid love, and Pollyanna. Uh, uh, Pollyanna, y'all want some more? I tell you what, here's a good store. It's called Endero. You can go in there, but you can't buy a gyro. No sake <laughs> sauce and no fries. You can do what you want to do in your own eyes. Uh, let's uplift y'all. Run for something and play basketball. Yeah, PTP on the mix. We got two and none for you, like Twix. Uh. He's still looking at me like I've got anything. And I don't. I don't got a thing. Except to say that if you check us out, on the websites, you can learn more about us mm. and then tell us what's happening in Aurora. And then we'll talk about it here on the podcast. Spotify and iTunes <laughs> make the smoke in the room. Yeah, that's how we do it. We flow like fluid. It's like Nike. We just do it. Shout outs to the Alive Teen Center. You can walk in when the door says enter. We cold like winter. Pull me out your finger just like a splinter, but don't handle the wood wrong. 
Cause you know what, coming in with a good song, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I think we will end it there. Go or die, get your hair did. Yeah. Uh, you gonna do some alternative too? Oh no. Good morning, Aurora. Oh no. All right. Here's where we cut it. Here's where we cut it. G-M-A. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's that's, that's enough. All right, do, do the sign off. Do the sign off. We're doing the sign off. So we appreciate all of you guys, all of our fans, listeners, subscribers for tuning in. Uh, as you guys know, we appreciate you all very much. Check out the show on your your preferred pl- uh, podcast platform. Get to know us again. Visit the e uh, the website at goodmorningaurora.com. Send us an email. Or any ideas, people things that you, you want think, us to cover so on this show, cover, if you've people got you news. think we should interview, yep. news, things like that, at goodmorningaurorail.com. And if you uh, have want to reach our hyper-local and engaged audience, this is where I do the commercial, right? Mm-hmm. You can reach out to us at goodmorningaurora.com slash subscribe or uh, slash advertise right. and um, you can uh, start hearing your, your business, your local Aurora business on our podcast. You can replace we might my flow. voice. We might with, flow. Yeah, please, uh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> we could flow your ad right here. Yeah, we might flow your ad. We might. We and might then our listeners it. will listen to it. <laughs> yep. And then also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate all of our recent subscribers, Ben, Kenny, and Ellen. Much appreciated, Hi, guys. you guys. Also, real quick, next week is going to be a tad bit different. It's Financial Literacy Month, and next Ooh. week we will have uh, a guest, Michael Rayford, on okay. the show. Right. Hit him with the claps. Yeah. Michael Rayford will be on the show uh, to talk to us. And that day, we will start uh, the stream a little bit later. We're working out the time with him. Also, Wednesday, the news in Spanish. With our dear friend Noelia Ruiz oh. of Wobanzi, SBDC. Yep. Fabulous. Um, and then something else comes great for you guys next week, but I'm not going to shout that out. You'll see it when you see it. All right. Other than that, I hope that you guys have a great weekend. BTP. Any words for the for the people? I, I, I think you guys you guys got it. Got you guys it. got it. All right. Word up. Word up. Have a great weekend, Aurora. Peace.
things that everyone can do me absolutely no good.